Heavenly Father, thank you that you live in us. Thank you that you are not separated from us. But there are times where we may feel like it. There are times where we will forget. So be the one who reminds us. Thank you for the power of music. Thank you for artists who put together and pen songs together, for writers who put stories together and and scripts together to help us grow in our knowledge and understanding of who you are. Thank you for friends, good friends, which become a mark or a picture of relationship and the importance of connecting with one another. Father, this morning, I pray you speak to our hearts, especially if there is pain going on, and there is in people's lives. May this morning be a morning of encouragement. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If I can have the power of the screen back, there we go. The eye of the storm. (laughs) Eye of the storm. This, you wouldn't know where I got this idea from, right? (laughs) Technically my wife, but... (laughs) but with all the hurricanes going on the earthquakes and stuff um, there are people afraid there's a lot of chaos and crises going on in this world there's a lot of fear going on right now and I want to play a song for you and uh, if you're watching this on, uh, on Facebook live or if you're watching this later on YouTube I may have to cut out the video, because YouTube licensing may not let me put it in. So if that's the case, please look up um, the song uh, Eye of a Storm by Ryan Stevenson on YouTube and watch it before you continue on hearing the rest of this. But this song is powerful, and uh, when I found out what else this guy wrote, it's like, what? He wrote the other one called um, what is uh, The Gospel that I've played a couple times for you here. Go on my Facebook and you'll see it's right on, it's the last one I posted. Um, But this guy wrote this song, I Have a Storm, and I want to give you a background to this. He says this, the backstory is I spent eight years as a paramedic before I ever signed, uh, signed to a record label. I dip into that experience a lot, especially in seeing people in the midst of tragedy because I've lived it for eight years on the streets. For this song, I felt like we had to have a song on the album that we just talked about stuff and pointed, uh, pointed people to our only hope, which is Jesus Christ. In the midst of a truly terrible circumstance, I've witnessed these things over and over. Personally for me, I lost my mom at a young age, and my wife and I had a miscarriage of twins a few years ago. A lot of this song is about my heart going through the ringer. Uh, One of the things I've seen as a paramedic is that we all have true, real struggles, ugly parts of our lives that we're dealing with and failures and defeats. In the middle of that, when we feel our sails are ripped out in the battles and wars we're going through, we we, we can feel like we float out to sea where the Lord isn't paying attention to us and he's overlooked us. I want the song to say no to that. His promise to us is that he is the anchor of our being. He is our only hope. So please, you can close your eyes and just listen. We're going to have all the lights off, and we're going to play this video for you. 
the ground is falling out from underneath my feet Between the black skies and my red eyes, I can barely see And when I'm feeling like I've been let down by my friends and my family I can hear the rain reminding me In the eye of the storm, you remain in control identify with a sentence in there. Some are real. Some are very real. So, let's take a look at our world. North Korea. Seriously. There's a problem. People are afraid of this. They're afraid that we could head into a new war with all the bantering between the U.S. and North Korea and, and whatever your opinion is, it still creates chaos. It creates fear. It's scary. Three hurricanes in the oceans at once 
Two category four, first time ever in the Atlantic like that, then hits a five, the largest hurricane on, on record going on, now battering the Florida coast this morning. I saw a video clip this morning of Bar- uh, Bahamas. There's no water. The ocean's gone. Literally got sucked by the hurricane. Can you imagine coming out? Beautiful. What? Gone. The guy jumps off his dock onto the sand. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. I'm not kidding. It's gone. It's coming back. Don't worry. But the way the storm moved, it sucked up everything in its path because it's creating more and more swells and water. Water's going to be a mess wherever it hits. Fear. Puerto Rico hit. A number of the other Caribbean islands hit. Oh, wait, another storm. There's a second hurricane coming. Uh, what's its name again? Jose. I was thinking it's the American anthem, you know? Jose, can you see? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, that was a good one. Yes, yes, yes. Chris, you're not laughing. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Jose is coming. It's now, it's going to hit, it's going to hit big. Where it's going to go, nobody knows. Predictions are all over the place. Somebody's in fear. Earthquakes. Mexico got hit with a major earthquake, largest one they've ever had in that spot. And then hit with a hurricane. I think it was Katia, right? I think that's the name of it. Wildfires. These wildfires are being ignored in light of the hurricanes. But we have a number of states on fire, and we have a number of provinces with major, major fires going on. Loss is big. People are afraid. No other subject matters except survival and safety. We got it simple here in Ontario. Oh, we had a thunderstorm. You know, life is going through stuff. Those are the externals. Mass flooding around the globe. India, pummeled with stuff. Parts of Africa. Like, there's a lot going on. You only see what the news tells you. But there's a lot everywhere. Economy, personal economy, individuals going through financial crises. Companies going through financial crises. Companies shutting down. Major corporations are shutting down stores. Loss of jobs. And yet, I did see some good news in the last couple of weeks. The Canadian economy is adding jobs and the bank rate is going up because it's, it's building quickly, the economy, which is a great sign. But man, it's overshadowed with all the stuff going on, all the fears. Personal relationships. People going through really, really disastrous marital relationships, friendship relationships, interfamily relationships, all going to poo-poo. They're out the window in some ways. The restarting, redevelopment is really, really hard. Then you got parents with young little ones and some about to come out. You know, like, (laughs) what do they think? Is there fear for the future? What am I raising my kid in? Parents, do you think that? What are are my adult kids going to have to deal with in 20 years from now? We can get into a really quick spin cycle and have our own personal tornado of fears. I want to remind you 
What is happening is not uncommon to mankind. None of this is new. People have gone through crises after crises throughout history. You are not unique in that respect. And some people use their crises as I am the center of the world and attention and my crisis is I need all the attention because nobody's going through what I am. If you could only know you're not the only one going through a crisis. There are others going through stuff. In fact, this is a rabbit trail, but I thought it was really cool. Um, there was a person who did a study, uh, I just read it this week, uh, on, on a guy wanted to get healed because he was going through stuff. His doctor said, you've got a couple years to live, max. And he knew it was true because he's a very, very, very smart man. So he started following around this, uh, uh, I forget the guy's name, but it was a healing teacher, not, not popular here necessarily, um, but he followed this guy around to all his crusades. And he got prayed for every single time. He was in line every single time. When the guy did missionary trips, he went on the missionary trips, got in line to get prayed for. One of these has got a stick. Come on, right? Isn't that what you think? I would. Absolutely. You know, he, nothing really happened. He wanted it to, but he didn't want to manipulate it and play head games. Very intellectual man. Then as he connected with this ministry, he wasn't all big into God. But then he, he, he decided to help out because well, he didn't have much time left. He decided to help out and join the prayer team. <laughs> yeah. He began praying for people. A lot. Wherever they went, he was praying for others. And guess what happened? This is the short version of all of this. Those people who run to get prayed for are hoping for a miracle. He discovered that by praying for others, he actually found physical healing. He was healed. Not because he was begging for it and looking for it, because he began thinking of others. Praying out of his crisis for others. That just blew my mind this week. It's like, okay, I still have to digest this. You know, should I told you? I don't know. But to me, you can digest it any way you want to. But there's something to it. Others centered. Oh, that's called love. Agape is the biblical word. And it defines who God is. Others Centered, never self-seeking. Hmm. 9-11, 16 years ago tomorrow. By the way, anybody that wants to come to the fire department memorial right by center in the square tomorrow morning, we're having a ceremony. Welcome to join us. But what happened? A huge crisis hit. There's a lot we can learn from this. A lot. Crises will keep happening for the rest of our lives on this earth. The unseen world, there's stuff going on. Last week I ended up talking about uh, hope, heaven, hell, and the afterlife. And clearly I couldn't wrap it all up in one message, but we're gonna, I'm going to jump into it every once in a while, okay? Because just the way the fall is going, I have the prerogative to switch it up because I 
have to. <laughs> but this is one big one. I talked about angels. And it never got to this slide. Some of you might have seen me skip over this slide. But this plays a role in what's going on in our world in some way. Now, I want you to see something. This has to do with a connection to heaven that I couldn't do the other day. Which means there's a connection to all of our crises that's going on in a spiritual world. I want to read this to you. Luke 1.19. This is, I don't know if you catch it or not, but I'm going to read it to you. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. Angel as a messenger. I've heard stories of people in crises who have been led out by an angel out of a disaster. Those who've been kidnapped, been let out of captivity quietly and secretly, and the captors cannot figure out how the heck they got out. There wasn't a brilliant light shining person. It was an individual, and clearly they could not have been there or gotten in. It was angelic. But this line I want you to see. I am, Gabriel, that's present tense, correct? I stand, present tense. How can Gabriel be standing in the presence of God and speaking to Mary? It's worth thinking about. It tells you there's more going on in the unseen world than you know. What if heaven is just right here and we just step through a veil and suddenly it's a revelation, the, the, the darkness comes off of us, the, uh, the, the glass darkly is revealed and suddenly it's, it's whoo, just what is that difference? It's worth considering instead of the dualistic teaching that we've been taught that it is way out there distant from us, just like we've been taught God is way out there, distant from us, distant from our pain. That's called dualism. The early church did not believe that. Jesus didn't. (laughs) Standing in the presence. There's stuff going on around us in the spiritual world. Our crises tends to make us look inward at our, at our pain. So our circumstance becomes the priority. So when somebody asks you, how are you doing? I'm doing crappy. Hey, all this stuff going on. Oh, yeah, you should hear my story. That's all, that, that's it. I am not doing well. My question is, who is you? Who is you? When you say, I am doing bad. Or I suck at this. Or I'm terrible. Nobody likes me. I, I hate me. Let me ask you, who is you? You have to answer that question because most people are spouting off a lie. And they believe it, and now they're in their own tornado. Their own self-made tornado. Believing something that isn't true at all about who they are. Who they are in Christ. Your union with Christ, which is what this communion table is all about reminding us of our oneness with Christ. He is not absent. The real you is great. Your circumstances may really stink. As in, you wouldn't have chosen door number two. But the real you is good, secure, protected, What do we do with all that?
Another picture of the unseen world. More going on than we know. 2 Kings 6.17, Elisha is on the uh, top of a castle. He's with a servant, and they're being surrounded by an army, and they're freaking out. And the servant says, Oh, we're telling you what are going to do? You know, all that stuff. And Elisha says, Ah, hold on a sec. Hey, God, can you open his eyes? Show him what's really going on. And poof! Suddenly this angelic vision, and he sees army of angels and chariots surrounding, which is far greater than the physical realm that is seen. There's more going on than you think and more than you see physically. There is a spiritual world we are a part of. Remember, you are spirits having a human experience. Think about that. It's powerful. Matthew 28, 23 to 27. I don't have time to read it. You can look it up. The great story. When Jesus woke up, okay, they went out in a boat, the disciples and Jesus, and Jesus goes to sleep and it's storming. It's a storm. And he's sleeping in a storm. Who does that? One who is at rest. By the way, did you know the eye of the storm is the calmest part of a hurricane? Yes. Yeah. Well, a lot of news reporters sure don't sound like they know what an eye of the storm is. Oh, when that eye hits, oh, look up. It's the surrounding winds right around the perimeter of the hurricane that are the most dangerous. But the eye of the storm is calm. Your eye of the storm is a person named Jesus. You can rest in the middle of a storm even while things are crashing down around you. He's even given you, brothers and sisters in Christ, to find comfort in if you'll reach out, if you begin developing relationships. Some people are in crisis and have no one to go to because they've never developed the relationships. So nobody likes me. There's nothing in this church for me. Well, get to know people. Life, true life, is about relationships because that's what the Trinity is, Father, Son, Spirit, relationship of love, and we've been invited into that relationship. That's why I use the phrase, the most important thing in life is relationships because I'm thinking spiritual, but it also translates into human. What are we going to do? I I can't, I don't have time to keep going because time's up. So I'm halfway through. What do we do in our crises? Next week, I want to give you some tips and answers of how to respond to the crises in this world. There are some good ones. There's some really important steps we can take to remind our mind that in the eye of the storm, you have one who is your anchor, who does hold you, even when it looks like everything is crashing all around you. It's good news today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I wanted to get through a whole bunch more stuff, so could you override all that and speak to each person where they're at and give them an answer for the question they may have right now? 
throughout this week, be their reminder. Father, you promised never to leave us nor forsake us, as in abandon us. In fact, you have fused yourself to us. We are one with you. Abandonment is impossible. Please remind us of that when we're not thinking straight. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.